Good evening. <laughs> Good evening. You got to get some more energy. I do. We I Well, at least I know I'm recovering from homecoming. I don't know where Justin's pulling his energy from. I had a good, I had a good weekend. Led into a good week. For real. Yes. So we're going to jump in for a little tired over here. A little recovery. That's me? Yeah. A little tired. I am tired, but I will get some energy. <clears throat> yeah, 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 yeah. There we go. Okay. I'm good now. You warmed up. Mm-hmm. Cool. So this week, it is Marriage Caviar Mini. Yeah. You tried to sync it up with me. I did, but then I didn't know. Let's try it again. Say it again. It's going to be all the way off. Sorry, wait, go ahead. All right, let's go. This say- week, this is our Marriage Caviar, caviar Mini. Mini. <laughs> It sounded a mess. Man, we doing it. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we just going to, I don't know. We got a topic. We just going to discuss. Uh, yeah. This is for those who don't know, for those who do know. So the mini, that's our in-between episode on the off weeks where we just either answer questions that have been sent to us or in the case of this week, we just think of something that's been on our mind, on our heart and just kind of rap about it. Uh, a lot quicker episode typically than our our big ones. Yeah, um, all of our episodes are free flowing. Uh, we kind of structured the full episodes around uh, our experiences and stories that we are comfortable um, sharing that relate to the topic. Um, but on our marriage caviar mini episodes, it's like crazy free like no notepad no like real structure at all and we just kind of see where the conversation goes so a little fireside chat yeah minus the fire when you gonna give me a fireplace we got a fireplace when you gonna turn the cold burner into a fireplace when it don't blow up the house when we don't have a toddler that's it okay so um we were trying to figure out what we wanted to do to discuss on this mini episode and I was telling Justin um that I recently have kind of been like had this aha moment and most aha moments are good but this one was kind of like a shocker for me like "Mm, I don't think that I realized or I have been ignorant to the fact that People all around the world, our age and beyond, like, have struggles within their marriage. And I think, and I'm just assuming, that because we have opened up this platform to expose different things in um, in the Ross romance and Justin and I's marriage, that people are starting to feel more comfortable <laughs> with sharing different uh, hardships within their relationships with, at least I know me, um, and maybe I'm just saying me just because I'm I'm out a lot more, but in the past, I'll say maybe month, two months or whatever, like I've just received just kind of um, very personal conversations have been sparked with me with from people who I don't consider like me open to having personal conversations with if that makes sense like people who are not as close Mm -hmm. 
And of course, I come home and I share those conversations with Justin and we kind of reflect on them like we're proud of ourselves for the stuff that we get right. But then also humble enough to acknowledge like, man, this marriage is not like for the for the faint of heart. It's definitely worth it. But um, yeah, what do I don't know? Yeah, and and correct me if I'm wrong. So, like, what I'm getting, and when we talked about it, like, you're not saying like, oh, don't come up to me, like, don't share. It's more so the the humbling aspect of it, but also it's the sense of camaraderie and the sense of community of yeah. like, because I feel like when you're in a marriage, like, everybody keeps everything in house for the most yeah. part. Yeah. So you feel like if you're going through something. You got to go through it alone. You're going through it alone or there's nobody else who has the problems that you have. Mm-hmm. So it, it's been pretty cool like to hear stories or like have people tell you uh, or tell us like what's going on with them. Like not from the sense of it's like, oh man, like you going through something like man, it sucks for you. Like nah, more so like we can empathize and sympathize with that. Yeah. And just like, man, it, it's so enlightening to hear other people's stories. Yeah. And know that we're all human mm-hmm. in a marriage. And you don't really get that aspect because everybody's so private about it. Not saying that you shouldn't be, but. Yeah, because marriage is one of those things where you you get into it and is you, that other human, and God. Regardless of what your faith is, God is there whether you believe he is or not. Yeah. Um, but it's like taboo to tell everybody what's going on. Yeah. in your marriage right nor nor should you right right you and you you shouldn't and so but it it did open my eyes to be like man this this is a community of people that we are kind of cultivating um relationships with and so and not even just like married people but people who have are in like long-standing relationships or just boyfriend and girlfriend or engaged like not even in relationships like thinking about marriage yeah yeah true true and so i mean i've appreciated every single conversation um and it didn't hit me until maybe the last one so i was like Oh, I think people were talking to me because of marriage caviar. Because <laughs> You're trying to figure out what I happened. was like, yo, what? Uh, listen, I'm not a licensed nothing therapist. Like, yeah. um, nothing. You've seen an uptick and people just sharing. Yeah, yeah. I was like, uh, okay, um, vicarious trauma. <laughs> so, um, but no, it's it's been enjoyable, and I'm really I I'm gonna like toot my own horn a little bit here, but I'm really proud of me for in none of those situations given like this is what you should do. Yeah. Um, because you people we do that so easily nowadays because we have such easy access to people. I know we. You know I don't believe in relationship advice. You. But you, but if I come home and I tell you a story, you can be like, mm, this is what they need to do. You tell me. I will me. tell you. Yeah. Yes. Okay. But I'm, if you come to me and tell me something wrong or like what's going on, I'm, hey, I'm there as a listener because one thing I will never do is relationship advice because yeah. it never works out. Like it never, yeah. it's never worked it. Either they're going to listen and you get blamed for it or they're mm-hmm. not going to listen and then now you in the middle of something looking crazy and they're never coming to you again as a confidant because they uh they know how you feel about said situation 
See, and you've said that to me so often, and I just kind of feel like you just haven't gotten to that conversation with a friend close enough to you to feel, like, indebted to that friend to be like, yo, you're bugging. Like, this this shit is dumb. Or whatever the or whatever the advice is, but we're like for no, no, close no. friends. If we're having a conversation, yeah, yeah, like, hey, you're tripping. Like this is, but if somebody's kind of like, this is what somebody's doing to me, or this is what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like, what should I do? Hey, that's that's where we just talking it out. Like, okay, no, like, here's nobody what's really on. says what should I do. Man, people do. Like you, you, you know when they want advice. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, what do you, what do you think? I don't know. So not really knowing where this conversation can go, because, of course, I'm not going to uh, divulge any of the information that was shared with me. But like this podcast operates on the premise of two people doing life their way, Um, regardless of what you think marriage should look like. The next person, your neighbor's marriage is going to look very different from yours Mm -hmm. in very specific ways. And I feel like if this conversation says nothing else, I think that that is incredibly important for us to realize. And it's not up to us to judge, critique, or to validate anybody else's marriage. Mm -hmm. Ooh, I got snaps. Yeah, I'm going to snap for you, babe. Oh, thanks. (laughs) So... You just made me think of something, though. So I feel like there's this this unspoken rule, or not even rule. It's mm-hmm. just like these things that you should do in a marriage or shouldn't do, how your marriage should look. And yeah. people go into marriages thinking that, like, oh, like this is how it's supposed to be, like based mm-hmm. off of other people's marriage. I'm like, yo, like stop, stop cultivating and stop, you know, making your molding your marriage based off other people's perceptions. Or based like, off Instagram. Or based off Instagram yeah. or based off Facebook or based off, shoot, your parents or yeah, that's true. or people around you, marriages that you've seen because you're not seeing behind the curtains. Like, yeah. And I think that's huge. Like people go in with these misconceptions or like what works for somebody else should work for you. Like, nah, I do. Mm-hmm. You're building a lifetime with another partner. Yeah. And this is y'all's story. It's not fair to hold them to a promise that you had for somebody else, or it's not fair to hold them to your um, fantasized notion of what that should look like based off of social media yeah and and i feel like from the moment we started dating Mm -hmm. to the end of forever whatever (laughs) that is like we're writing a book so ain't no way in hell i'm finna let somebody give me advice on how to write my story write our story yeah like advice is one thing Mm -hmm. but to say like oh okay like this is how they did it so i'm gonna copy your chapter in my book and it yeah. don't even so now I'm getting to if we want to work for you right yeah. so now like if somebody go back and like read your book and like man this chapter out of place this don't mm. even fit mm. with you, these two people like what's going yeah. on like where'd this come from am I still reading the same book is this the same episode yeah, yeah. so it don't really I don't know that, that that's my rant on stop trying to build stop trying to create your marriage based off of. Stop trying to create else. your parents' marriage. Like, stop yeah. trying to create somebody else's marriage. Like, just, just do you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I, you know what? I think that that 
ignores wholeheartedly when you are like, you know, oh, my parents have a great marriage or, oh, like, look, you know, this is how Justin and Ashley look like they, you know, this is what I see from their social media profiles. Like their shit just must be together. Right. Mm -hmm. Like that is you as a person actively ignoring the things that your partner is probably asking for. Mm. Or expecting of you. Yeah. Because I'm thinking about you and I, and luckily, um, or this is God won't say luckily, but maybe God's grace is like you and I have always been aligned on what we wanted life to look like. Yeah. And I thought that that was how everybody got to this, like, this place in life. Mm-hmm. And it's really not. You know, like I've spoken to some people who like their shit is just not aligned at all with their other person. And I'm just kind of like at a a, um, a stop sign on what I can say to them, because I'm like, I think that's pretty damn important for y'all to do life together. Yeah. Right. Because, I mean, when we both made the... Um, the new year resolution for us to want to travel like that was our first goal that we had as a collective Mm -hmm. where we just went like full steam ahead on right and we've never looked back we've never stopped and then even when we were like okay let's create a mission statement for our family Mm -hmm. before we had naomi right but we knew in our minds that we wanted to try that next year and that we knew we wanted to go into um our marriage as like a couple who knew what this shit needed to look like for us to be happy. Right. Mm -hmm. But then we had, we realized along the way, like we had skipped some steps. Yeah. Like we were like a year in and we were talking about like, well, what is it? What type of wife do you need me to be? What type of husband do you need me to be? Right. Right. And so if you're going into your marriage and you're like looking at other people from afar, trying to, model mimic or mold your situation into theirs it's like are you even listening <laughs> to your partner mm, yeah yeah and 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 i think that ignores the fact too though like if you're looking at the other people like you don't know what it took for them to get there oh my god that that so, right there we could <laughs> i almost so. slapped you <laughs> no but for real but for, like no matter what it is like you don't know what they went through or like what's going on for like them to get there and to be in that mm. comfortable space or like especially like man even when you talk about like oh i want to be like the people who've been married like 40 50 60 years that man, might not man, be like, for you <laughs> like but well, that might not be for you but also like you you're seeing year 50 yeah like, oh god oh dear god you didn't see what happened in year one and two or or how one and two was good, but then yeah. something randomly popped up in year 17. So you don't really know, like, what's going on. Um, but then, like, you, you mentioned, too. So I want to – I'm trying to touch on everything that you just hit on. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned, too, like, people, like, not knowing what they want in marriage. Yeah. And not understanding that. But I, that makes sense to me. Like, it doesn't make sense that that happens. Mm-hmm. But it, I can see why it happens because mm-hmm. I feel like – we're in a society where people get so caught up in being married and yeah. trying to find somebody that they can be married to yeah. um, and not actually understanding 
that you you want to be aligned with that person too on what your goals are once you you individually become one. Yeah, but I I think we discussed that on a um, previous podcast about just like this is not a small thing, and I think that society today has built it into this um, a day. A day? Yeah. Oh, yeah, a wedding. Yeah, yeah, your wedding day has built it into this wedding day. And then, you know, like, you're not prepared. So I, so let me back up and say the same way that people throw at you, like, you're never going to be prepared to be a parent. You're never going to be prepared to be somebody's spouse. Mm. It's just not... Like you're not, you're just not right because yeah. that's saying that you're prepared for life itself. Like, <laughs> and you're not. I the way I'm looking at it is like I'm not willing to say that marriage is like this super hard Rubik's cube of a thing, right? Yeah. But it is something that you have to work at daily. It is something that like spiritually you have to be okay with yourself. And I'm not saying like yeah. When I walked across the stage on March, like when I, or not walked across the stage, but when I married you on March 1st, like I was whole, I was prepared. I I wasn't, right? But I think that we have been successful by our definition of, of what that looks like for our whatever year being together. It was about to be like seven years. Yeah. That's crazy. Because we've spent every waking moment of those seven years under the same roof. Yeah. And I think that that sped up our opportunity to get to know each other. Now, it also allowed us to go through, like, these struggles that probably would have been wild avoidable (laughs) had we had, you know, like, not been in the same space or, you know, met each other and was thinking we was ready to be in a monogamous relationship uh, later on down in life, but that's neither here nor there. And so, but that also speaks to like, again, you don't know what it took to get here. Yeah. So like people saying like goals, yo, y'all are goals like that. I get uncomfortable <laughs> like about it. And I don't are think people in general. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I, I'm speaking specifically for us and yeah. right now, specifically for me in the discomfort comes from you not knowing what it took for us to get here. Yeah. Or you assuming that this shit always been sweet. And it hasn't. Right? Yeah. And so it's, it's parts that and then the other half of it is just like you and, and people say it lightheartedly like, oh, goals, right? To us and to anybody else. Mm-hmm. But it also in the last year has shown me like to say goals is to discredit or not acknowledge the things that God has blessed you with. Mm-hmm. So mm, yeah, if he's blessed you with time for you to get your shit together before you meet your spouse, Cherish I feel it. like you're, you're discrediting this space, right? Yeah. If he's blessed you with the time to, do your solo travel or to have your bachelor pad or your bachelorette pad. Cause that's a thing, right? Like Mm -hmm. you, you're, you're making decisions. You can get up and literally go without having to 
to consider anybody else. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm I'm living in Charlotte today. I can live in Dallas tomorrow. Like, and I can live, you know what I mean? Like you do not like walk in grace, like walk in gratitude. Do not leave your situation mentally and start thinking about the next step. Yeah. You just you can't. This shit's selfish. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That, that was that was pretty deep. Right there. It is. That's what I've been. That's that's what's been on. <laughs> that's what's been on my mental. Yeah, and if people, if people were flies on the wall for the conversation, the couple of conversations that I've had in the past couple of months, like you would know that like marriage is not just this honey pot. Like I'll say, the one thing that I think that should be common in almost every marriage is. Like, we're going to go through things in life, whether we are um, solo or attached to somebody. And when you're attached to that person, the things that you go through that are like downfalls, it just makes them a little easier to digest, right? When things are bad because you have somebody else to, you know, to help in all aspects of that, like mental, physical, finance, like you just have a a person to kind of lean on. And what were we talking about? Because I just lost it. What were we talking about? You're just talking about this being on your mind. Oh, yeah. Okay, so you had this, you know, you're attached or whatever. But then, damn, I lost it again. I don't... What what was it? Um, So so here's my thing. And a a thought that I had while you were talking Mm -hmm. is... Uh, Maybe I'll find it. Go ahead. All right. So, what I don't think people realize or acknowledge mm-hmm. is that once you're with somebody and you're in, in that relationship, no matter what stage is at, if it's a long-term relationship, there isn't a set point to where everything is going to be great. Yeah. Because the factors that I don't think people, the things that I don't think people factor in mm-hmm. is what should be happening. If it's not happening, then... I would. I'm. I'm comfortable enough saying you're doing something wrong with your relationship because what should be happening in any relationship is each person should be growing individually. Yeah. But you also should be growing collectively. Mm-hmm. So how you're growing? Are you growing towards a purpose? In in yeah. both of those regards. So now, if one person is growing, then another person is growing at a different rate, mm-hmm. and y'all are growing away from each other, and there's no mission on what y'all are trying to accomplish together or you're not in sync Mm -hmm. then that's a problem but that's why alignment is so important exactly from the start yeah yeah absolutely so which brings me to another point so um i I feel like this book needs to sponsor an episode for us Mm -hmm. um but there's this book by this divorce attorney i think we referenced it before and it's uh, and you, if you're in my office, it's too late. And it's this divorce attorney talking about like what he sees as reasons people get divorced. And it's not for people who are on the verge of divorcing or in bad relationships. He mentions that the book is for people who are in stable relationships or in great relationships. And this is mm-hmm. how to keep you out of the divorce attorney's office. But anyways, so it's that's a real, why. It's a really good read. It's not like somber and like anti like you would think it would be for 
divorce attorney is actually like very insightful. Yeah. Yeah. So, but one of the things that you mentioned, it's like, yeah, overarching people get divorced for two reasons or go down that path is because they don't know what they want mm-hmm. uh, out of that marriage or out of themselves or out of their partner or they they can't express to their partner what they want. Mm-hmm. They don't know how to express it. And yeah. so if you never communicate it to your partner, so if I never say it to you like, hey, here's what I want out of you, yeah. here's what I want out of our relationship, Mm-hmm. And then we're just going with emotions at that point. Yeah. Now, if I don't know for myself what I want, and I just want to be married, mm-hmm. and that's it, like there's no reason or rhyme or reason why I want to get married. Here's why I want you to be my partner. Yeah, you're in a Here's simulated car. Here's why I want to do life with you. Here's yeah. why I think we would be good together. Mm-hmm. And there's not a tangible reason behind it. It's just, you know what, we're in love, or I like you, mm-hmm. or I just want to be married. Yeah. Then how are y'all going to grow together? Yeah, it's like being at the arcade behind one of those little arcade cars. Like, you're not fucking going anywhere. You look like you do, right? You posting on social media, like, y'all on this journey, but your ass ain't going no fucking <laughs> way. still in the same spot. Yeah. Just moving around a little bit. Yeah. Um, I, I, like, I, I like that you said, like, it's not always going to be sweet. And, like, I think we can be transparent enough to say like we go through phases and we just said yeah. we just said this um last night like you know like our connection right now is really really good yeah and we're both really happy when it's really really good and i can speak for me because i express my emotions a lot uh more or my the appearance of my emotions are um, a little more raw than Justin's are, and it could be a little annoying because his are real like blah. So I don't really be knowing if he is in the funk or not. But um, when we, I think so. I think that I enjoy. I'll speak on it then. I want to see what your take is too. Okay. So I think that when we're in a like good connection space, so like we vibe really well with one another I don't know how else to describe that but when we're on the same page um and everything is flowing for us and our and whatever is all it's all good I enjoy that so much that the slightest little like conflict just sends me like in a downward spiral really yeah, so, like, in the beginning of our relationship, and this was a disservice to both myself and to you, but in the beginning of our relationship, when we would be on a high, I would try to keep that high going because it just feels so good to be on a high. And so you would do something, um, and I would want to say something about it, but I did, but I wanted to keep the peace. Mm-hmm. And so I would kind of just hold it in. And I think by now you know that that doesn't fare well for me. Yeah. Um, and holding it in. I'm not a hold it in person. Like, I will physically make myself sick holding something in. And so um, I will hold it in. And then whatever the next thing was, big or small, I would just fucking 
explode or we would just be having a random conversation and I would bring up to you like, yeah, so remember when you'd be like, what? And how, and yeah, like probably not that long because I probably would have died not saying what I needed to say (laughs) for two months. But, um, but yeah, and I say it was a disservice because like I wasn't being true to me and I wasn't being fair to you by not acknowledging like what I felt was some kind of wrong, big or small. Um, but I'm I'm seeing a lot of people do that now. And you I'm just let it ride? No, not just letting it ride, but like not really knowing what you want, one, or trying to keep the peace, two, or kind of settling into a standard that they know is not okay for them. Yeah. And so you kind of just ride this wave of going up and down, up and down, chasing a false high. So so what's crazy about that, and I'm smiling because that was literally, I'm still, I'm going to revert back to the book. So that mm-hmm. was literally like a, a, a point in the book today. It's like, man, I, I see like people coming to my office and get my service for getting a divorce. Mm-hmm. And was, he, he was candid. He was like, it's typically women, like when this happens, where they'll come into my office and be like, man, I just let so much stuff slide because, uh, not because I was happy, but because I wanted to stay married. Yeah. Uh, so I knew like it wasn't healthy or I, I just wanted us to stay married. Mm-hmm. And I let all this stuff happen to me. I let him get away with all this stuff or I wasn't in a happy relationship to where we weren't fulfilling one another yeah. in whatever regard. And then here I am and he's filed for a divorce after everything that I I've let slide I've let slide in this relationship so to me I'm not telling I don't I ain't trying to tell nobody Mm -hmm. I don't know I just think that's to me that was like an aha moment like man like you can be in here thinking you're doing your partner a favor or thinking you're doing your marriage or your relationship a favor by just letting something slide Mm -hmm. and but feel you, like everything is okay, but in the end, mm-hmm. it's going to come to a head. And what's the point? So, tangent. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't understand the point of being in a relationship if you're going to have unhappy moments. But if you're consistently unhappy, mm-hmm. I don't get it. Like It doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't... At the end of the day, like you should be with somebody who makes you happy, and y'all are working towards the same thing, and y'all are on the same page. Like, if not, again, I'm not trying to put my beliefs on anybody, but yeah. if not, then come on, man. I can't. I I can't. Won't even speak to that point because I'll get. Um, yeah, you had to cut me off. Um, yeah. So moving right along. <laughs> already, yeah. Um, um so yeah. So yeah, how you feel about the episode? I feel good, man. I feel like it was a, a nice little cleanse. Yeah. Um and not just trying I, I was skeptical at first. I was like, man, this is gonna come off as a rant and mm-hmm. like it might not flow, but no, it was cool. Let's I feel be like, real, you were skeptical because you'd be like, like yeah, I thought you was gonna start uh, Don't tell I nobody gonna turn it to uh, Takashi again on us. Oh like, my god. Jesus. Babe. Who is it? So listen, the do it your way moment in this episode, I think maybe Justin has something 
to add or something different. Yeah. But I think that the t- the biggest takeaway is that we all have to understand as human beings, regardless of your relationship status, that what's for you is for you. Like, you don't have to fight for or beg for the things that God has in store for you or what's in, what the universe has in store for you, if that's mm-hmm. what you want. Um, because it'll it'll come your way. Like, And I'm speaking to those individuals who are chasing the high, um, like we so often do. I'm speaking to the individuals keeping promises to their parents. I'm speaking to the individuals who are unhappy and unsure, uncertain on what needs to be done next. Like, what's for you is for you. And since we're leaving off a homecoming, I'm going to say that I'm also speaking to the chicks that's out here shaking a tail feather with people's husbands. I ain't got nothing to do with that. You don't? Mm Mm-mm. What's for you is for you, sis. Let it go. Oh, that's see. Too many single men out here. It is. That's pretty interesting, but not. That's that's my rant. For there go my tangent. Okay, that's your your Do last. Do you smell rant. waffles, or am I having a heart attack? Is that a, that's the sign of a stroke, right? You smell something burning. What being hungry is a sign of? No, I smell something burning. Is that no. like a sign of being having a? I don't smell anything. Oh, dang! I didn't. The rant was that deep for you? Stop. Um, <laughs> what's my rant? Mine would be... Rant or takeaway? Mine is a little bit of both. Okay. Just because this uh, this conversation reminded me of something that I need to hit on. What? I have a problem mm-hmm. with ultimatums and people being given them to get married. Mm-hmm. It does not make sense. Like if you if you get to the point where you're giving somebody an ultimate ultimatum, it's like, hey, if we don't get married or we don't make this long term commitment, then that's it. Like I'm giving you one year. I'm giving you like six months. People do that. People do that. It happens. Like people give ultimatums. Like, hey, we need to. We've been together for however long. It's time that we take the next step, or else. And that's absolutely, I mean, you can make that, but here's what's going to happen. Like, if you're forcing somebody to be married to you, mm-hmm. then you're going to have to force them to stay married to you as well. So, mm. Or they're not going to put in the work because they're not there. Now, here's, now, I will say. Yes, love. So, just let it go. I mean, because if, if they come back and they realize what they were missing. What's for you is for it's you. It's for you. So, maybe that's the sign. Like, if I, if you have to beg, plead, coerce somebody to be committed to you then get used to doing that wait but so then that that begs the question of can you force somebody to marry you yeah yeah you can should you be able to no you should not be able to (laughs) but it happens so this is another topic I'm not gonna say it it happens because I've, I've had I've heard, and if you listen, and I'm sure many people have those friends or those conversations or coworkers or the case is, or just like, yeah, like I wasn't ready and 
if we're being honest, like she told me or he, you know, whatever the case is. And, and maybe I don't talk to women. Like, so I'll just speak from my perspective. Like she Babe, told you me don't talk get, to women? Oh, hey. <laughs> you don't get your ass out here. It ain't you. Y'all, the man said, well, I don't talk to women. So. Uh, <laughs> like, y'all talking about like what? the marriages. I'm talking about the marriages. I, I ain't talking about like that. You say hi to me if I put my head down. That ain't what I'm saying. Plea. I'll take a plea. <laughs> I ain't saying I plead the fifth. Just walk in. How you doing? Fifth? <laughs> nah. Um, so here's... <laughs> Here, here's my other thing. So I'll be fair and, and give my rant for dudes too, because this is where I see this. So I feel like dudes. Oh uh, shit! What? I'm going in the kitchen to go see if something's burning. Nah, so nah, I do smell something burning. Though. See, I told you. Go ahead, babe. So my thing for dudes is, um, I feel like we always feel like we have to be 100% ready before we sit down and make that commitment too though. So if if you're in love with somebody, you're ready to be in that long-term relationship, you're ready to settle down and you're not doing it because in a typical thing I say like, "Oh, I'm not where I want to be in my career yet" or, you know, I haven't saved enough yet. Like those are things that'll come. If you have a good partner, that's going to come with the territory. So these excuses and and that's what they are of you know, I need to be at this point before I settle down and I've been that guy. That um I I would encourage you to ask your partner on where they want you to be, because you'd be completely surprised on what you think your partner expects from you versus what they actually do expect. So we got all this dead air because I don't know how to turn this thing off. That's all I had. That's it? That's how we're going to end the episode. No. We're here talking to myself. Were you? You were trying to... Well, nothing was burning. Um, But yeah. So this has been an episode of Marriage Caviar Mini. And I think our collective takeaway is like... Do it your way. Do it your way. You're exactly where you're supposed to be. And stop trying to force people to do it your way. What? That is not. (laughs) What? (laughs) Joe, Justin be making up shit. (laughs) If I smile, it'll make it better. No, it don't because they can't see you, dumbass. (laughs) Bye.